BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Lamborghini, Wedding Crashers, Roomba, Apology. actually in the studio right now brian with a y it's so good to see you yeah i feel uh, like it's been months <laughs> well we did take uh i think we took a month off yeah pretty much i mean nothing really happened we just wanted to uh take a break nothing significant took place and everything's going on exactly as it's always been i just had this thought in an earlier episode we talked about we don't know where we're going to be in a couple of months <laughs> because we're recording so far ahead. So Whoops. many things could have changed by now. Mm-hmm. And wow. Wow. Didn't see this one coming. No, there was a lot. We were joking lot. about like uh, Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. No, a, a lot more happened than that. Yeah, it happened a lot sooner than we thought it, did. it might. I Okay, so I've got... I've got quite the bag of things. Do you want to talk about something happening in your life recently? We can start there before we transition into the 4,000 things that I have. Or where do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I, um, as mo- I mean, yeah, I, I, lo- I actually lost my dad mm-hmm. recently, and so did you. So it's been, you, you, you kind of knew yours was happening, and mine just, it's actually the day that I took you to the hospital because I thought you were going to die. Right with your heart was going to explode or whatever it was uh, doing. Um, we were joking about you dying mm-hmm. to the, the nurses and stuff. And they were kind of giggling. Ha ah, ha. And then I got a call. Yeah. And it was the worst phone call I've ever received in yeah. my entire life. Yeah. I know it was, um, it was rough watching you get out of there. Like I was like, Oh my God, How, what, what else could possibly happen? And again, I'm not saying, I mean, fucking 60% of my shit is my own fault. 60 uh, is yeah i mean if you break it into a pie chart yeah. we should should <laughs> we do that because dad and cancer and uh afib heart I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say those weren't my fault that's true covid had something to do with the, co- the COVID, heart thing right which i don't even know if yeah i don't even know if that was my fault i guess it could have been uh but yeah so anyway i'll get to the the things that were my fault but yeah sitting in that hospital bed watching you get that phone call it was just it was surreal it was uh it was awful man i feel i feel so bad it, the crazy thing was is i you know I, my sister called me and i answered the phone and i'm like what i didn't know what's going on mm-hmm. so then i peek because i walked out of the room to answer the phone i walked back in there and i'm like i think my dad just died mm-hmm. and everyone just like the nurses and everyone in there just kind of like froze what? and looked over like what what's going on what room is he in no yeah. not here yeah it's yeah. you know 200 or 100 and however many miles away if there is there if there's any positive 
to you having to take off and leave me in the hospital to die. It's that <laughs> I got an Uber ride home and he was super nice. Oh, that's nice. And he was, uh, he was very anti-conspiracy uh, theory. Um, he was just ripping on a bunch of people. I was like, thank God. I was Refreshing. like, I needed, I needed this. I did not expect that <laughs> from you. And, uh, so that was a good, that was a good thing. It was just so wild. Cause I was like, I felt bad leaving you. Cause I was like, I didn't <laughs> know if you were going to be all right. Yeah. But I was like, I'm sorry. I have to go, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. any other situation, I would have stayed there, but I was like, I have to go. I'm going to hold it against you for the yeah. rest of your life. And no, I, I, mean, we, I mean, I knew I was going to be okay because uh, yeah. I could tell because no one was panicking really in the room. Well, like, they were I, a little I walk, nervous, but I was like, they're not- uh, yeah, I walked out there to the lady. I'm like, he's kind of getting worse. And she's like, oh, okay. And just kind of goes, oh, okay. And then went right back to her computer. <laughs> I'm like, did you hear what I just said? Are you listening to yeah, me? They, so they must have been like, oh, this is a... It's, this is the way it's going to happen. He's a grabber by our doctor she's like, jacket. Ah, I'm doing Are you even listening to I'm me? I'm updating my MySpace. <laughs> my friend Joe yeah. is getting worse. The one right here, <laughs> right here that I think this... it might die. Right. He's right right in front of you. Two, two paces. Yeah. Two paces. If you get up and walk around the table, you could see him. That <laughs> guy. Please do that. Yeah. Because he's not doing well in there. I'm sorry. You're, you, know, you have to update your, your top eight <laughs> friends or whatever. Sorry Just, to disturb you. That would be even worse if they wouldn't check on me and you looked over their shoulder and they were using MySpace. You're like, what is happening? Like, what are, what are you doing? And they're all, how'd the, you get your job? They were all sitting around talking about, oh, you, they're moving in order. Cause remember when that used to happen? <laughs> they're all moving me out. Yeah. Of their top they're, they're, yeah. It's going to move. <laughs> cause do you remember when you would do that? Cause it was like oh, kind yeah. of the order of your friends. So however you did that, your friend would be like, wait, why did I move back a spot? What did I say? <laughs> yeah, oh my God. What yeah. song is my profile on uh, my picture? Right? Yeah. My profile song right now, yeah. whatever it's called. Um, okay. Well, I mean that, that I can't believe, I don't even know what the odds are that, okay. Cause my dad got diagnosed with terminal brain cancer, like late last summer. So there's no way of knowing like when it was going to get this bad. And when it happened, it just progressed so damn fast. So statistically for us both to lose our dads within three weeks, is it's just the thing, the, it's a lot on its own. The it thing was, that's the most sickening is my dad just fucking retired. That makes me June. sick to my. That's like one of my biggest fears, and I can tell by the way you're fired up about it. It's the same thing, where uh, man, and this just happened to someone else too, where uh, they just retired or their dad just retired, and they went on a trip, like a big fishing trip, and got in a fucking terrible accident, and like paralyzed them. Mm-hmm. It's like God damn it! Like you work, you grind your entire life. To have these like final 20 years to do whatever the fuck you want. And it's just, uh, it's, I mean, that's like, that might be one of, if not the top fear of mine is working all the way up to that point, And you're just like, okay, fucking finally. Mm-hmm. And something happens. My, my dad worked for the same company for 41 years. We were at his retirement party um, and we were having cake and all that. And, you know, I... I, they said, you want anybody, anybody want to say anything? I stood up and I was like, you know, we're so excited. My dad, he's worked right. so much. I was like, we're so excited to have him back mm-hmm. and we can do all this stuff. My grandkids are excited. He's, he's excited. And, and he, you know, he showed us the letter that he sent to his boss to resign. Mm-hmm. And it was like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> In a nice way. But he's it like, just you goes, know, I, mm. yeah. <laughs> he's like, what? It's like a push button in an envelope. It's like, what the fuck is this? I just, mm. it's the technology these days. This is how they do it. <laughs> right. But yeah, he was just like, I enjoyed my time, my, my work, but it's time to live life how it's meant to be lived, spending time with my grandkids, yeah. traveling all over. Mm-hmm. And then a month and a half later, it's taken from him. It just man, makes me sick to my yeah, stomach. Yeah, it fucking sucks, man. I, I, I mean, super sorry. And they came and picked him up in a Dodge <laughs> no. minivan. God damn it. What is with it? Uh, how did we 
we uh, do we blame the education system? I don't know. I because a lot of people when I mentioned my dad getting picked up in minivan, they're like, "Oh my god, that's so fucked up." That's you know whatever, fun, darkly funny, whatever. And then your dad gets picked up in a minivan, and I don't know if Hollywood ruined this for us or if, yeah, like I said, the education system. I just don't know what happens. Yeah, I thought it was totally different. That was going to be I don't know. I, I understand that a hearse would take you to a cemetery. I just don't know what I thought was happening getting out of the home. And it wasn't that. It was, it was no. not that. And it, this van was, was parked that. out in front of the, the funeral home area. Has like the spare tire on the back, it, the tiny wheel. It, it, it was, there, was a, it. there was a parking spot outside of the place designated for one car to park. Uh-huh. And it was a black Dodge minivan. And I told my sister, is that... Is, you know, that is that what they came? She's like, yeah. I'm like, are no. you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Joe is not going to believe like, this. That's what I said. Really? I, said I, yeah, I said, Joe told, just Joe told me a story about his dad. And I was like, he's not going to fucking believe this. Cause we joked about it. And <laughs> so I guess it's a thing. It must be a whole thing. And if there is a thing to pick up, I mean, I guess it's a pretty good thing. I guess he's not a pickup truck or something like, yeah. just oh, like a little, like the, the work, flatbed. the work bench thing that yeah. pulls and you get a little step, little step comes out to lift your dad into the truck bed. Yeah. He doesn't fit. He's too tall. I had to put a little red flag on his toe. My dad is six, four. Well, thank God he hit a minivan because his toes have been hanging out the back of a truck. All right. No, it's just, it's, uh, I know. Let's, I'm, let's get out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm All pulling, my, I'm pulling okay. myself out because okay. I just, yeah. like, yeah. I'm still sick to my stomach. Yeah. And, um, uh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll take over. Like, of course, my dad passed away uh, earlier in July or end of June, sorry, I should say. And um, on top of all of that, there has been some, some huge shit, all my fault that went down in my personal life. Um, some things have been said about me and I am not going to address that right now. And the main reason for that is it doesn't really matter what I have to say about it. It's over. It's done with. I cannot change it. What I can change is my future for my kids uh, to make, th- make things as great as we possibly can between Aaron and I. And you can kind of get where I'm going with this if you haven't heard. But yeah, my wife and I are separated and we're doing everything we can to uh, make it the best situation possible for the kids. Because, you know, we both love them. Uh, it's going to be 50-50. None of that stuff. No, no big fight about it. Um, but as far as going into detail and, and really dragging this thing out, I'm not going to do it out of respect for... You know, like I said, my family, uh, my friends, the ones that are directly impacted, I have already profusely apologized to and made made it very clear. Uh, So now I am working on me to better myself and understand why I could, how I could have possibly did what I did Uh, because I never thought that that was in me. And it was. So I have to work on that and I plan on doing that, but I cannot let a terrible stretch completely uh, detour or determine or uh, define is what I should say who I am because I, I know I'm not I know I'm not that uh, there is that in me and I have to figure out how to do that moving forward so uh, again this had hopefully nothing. you got it out of your system oh <laughs> I fucking hope so I got something um, <laughs> like a life changing fucking right. disaster but uh, yeah so the the house which is you know where the studio is I mean, that's going to Aaron and the kids. Morally, there's not a fucking chance in hell I could just take the childhood home away from my kids. Uh, like I said, she did nothing wrong, so that would, I just can't do it. I don't, I don't care. I don't care what it's worth. There's no fucking way. I would not be able to live with myself. Um, Aaron is a saint. She is. I mean, there's a reason why we were together for yeah. 16 years. 
She's absolutely amazing. She's going to keep or allow us to uh, continue to record the show in here because the studio is built here. Um, but yeah, so you know, she's she is absolutely amazing, and she always will be. And I'm going to do everything I can to uh, to make it up to her the m- most that I can in the position that I will be in. Um, but people were asking if we're going to try to work it out, and the answer is fucking no. Like right out the gate, we knew that was not going to happen, and I wasn't going to try to fight for it because that felt even worse. Like, be like, oh, come on, man. It's like, no. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I didn't want to be in that. I didn't want to put her in that. I didn't want to be in that. Uh, so it's just over and, and we're going to move on and move forward. And uh, the ones that are here listening to it right now, I appreciate you, you know, I guess giving me the chance or at least understanding that, yeah, good, good people could do some really bad shit. Well, all it takes is a little bit of perspective. You realize yeah. what happened and going forward, you can only be better yeah i have no i have no choice but to work on the future i cannot change what happened now yeah no and nobody people involved don't want to dwell on it either yeah aaron's yeah i'm not i'm not gonna drag my family because yeah. continue to drag my family through this it's just not it's just not it i have like i said i'm working through it with everyone that is directly impacted by my actions and that is the most important thing to me right now um so yeah we're uh we're keeping the show going and with that said we do have to note uh we're gonna miss the shit out of logan uh but producer logan keith he still is employed by my past employer so between working with us and the show is just getting going or working at a job that supports his entire family and he i would have been pissed if he chose to be here well i was gonna fire him anyway well yeah I mean, that's true. So, it, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, if, so we do this whole thing and like Logan's listening. Cause I, I bet you he is. He's, I mean, he, he fucking loved being here. Yeah. Um, and then we're just like, yeah, but then Logan, like he just wasn't doing fucking things he was supposed to be doing. We just got rid of him. Mm-hmm. He's like, what the fuck? Like, what are you guys doing? He was just stoned out there. Didn't yeah. he, just sitting around. Just sitting around, fucking off. Yeah. Yeah. Every time we get done recording, he would delete it. It, it was just too much. No, and, Logan, we're going to miss you so much, man. And who knows? It's a lot of future in front of the show. Uh, so maybe there's a chance of, uh, of something coming back down the line. Well, what's going to happen is he's going to have to compete with Ezra mm-hmm. to, for the producing job. <laughs> Ezra is already trying to run. He the is. Produ- but, and I would love to have him do it. Daddy just has such a potty mouth. I can't. That's the thing that's, yeah. Because he, he would be able, yeah. he probably would be able oh. to run it. To a, to a degree, within, I bet you, a couple weeks, be able to do it. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, I can't let him hear daddy say these things. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I mean, gonna, I don't blame you. Yeah. It's, I, I walked up and he just told me all about the... Oh, the brand the, new sprinkler system? sprinkler. So, like, he dives into something. Uh-huh. If he wanted to, he could figure out that audio board. Uh-huh. It would be... He would know the thing inside and out. Mm-hmm. And he'd be killing the show. <laughs> but, yeah, we can't be saying what we're saying yeah. around him. Uh, and then before we get on to, uh, I guess, the rest of the show here, but also... Uh, I want to tell you a story about Ezra, but before we do that, uh, speaking of getting a producer, I, I know, but a big part of it is just being able to afford to have a producer. What we had with Logan was something that carried over and it was a deal, you know, paid off how, how we grew together. However, that's not going to happen anymore. Um, but a, a huge step into getting a producer that doesn't mind naughty words and talking about dicks, butts and pussies and stuff like that, uh, is to, is to head over to the Patreon and, and, and subscribe. That's, that's it. I mean, that's our, that's the only way 
Mm-hmm. We're going to be getting a producer. Until then, as you see on YouTube, it's going to look a little bit differently. We don't have anybody to switch the cameras. We don't have anybody to roll the segments. So those are going to be edited God, in You in fucked post. a lot of shit up. I'm, I'm aware. God damn it, dude. Jesus Christ. Leave me alone. <laughs> I was so excited. We were rolling. <laughs> we were rolling. And Joe had to just fuck everything up. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, but anyway, so, that, so that'd be great. Uh, so here's the story I wanted to share about, about Ezra really quick, and then we'll get off to the shut up, start the show. Uh, I'm anticipating that this show will probably be a little longer. I don't know right now. Um, so I hope that that's okay with everybody, all the kids out there. Uh, but this story about Ezra absolutely floored me. This was this past weekend from the time that we're recording this episode. And Ezra likes to go thrift shopping. Go around the thrift stores, like just find stuff, obviously hangs out like in the electronics and outside with like the gym equipment, like the things that have moving parts, right? So we're walking through uh, a thrift store, a local one here in Coeur d'Alene, and there's a box <laughs> of, of just black tubes. And this thing is like 30 or 40 feet away. No idea what, what this box is, right? And we're walking in like a, like a parent slapping their hand across the passenger seat when they slam on the brakes to protect mm-hmm. their kid. He does that to me. He like whaps, right, like almost punched me in the wiener. And he goes, no freaking way. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, I didn't know what he was going to do. And he goes, you see that box over there? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, those are Rainbird 4200s. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, those are sprinklers, pop-up sprinklers. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. He just runs over there and it's a whole box of pop-up sprinklers. He knew exactly what the name was and everything. <laughs> yeah. I forget the model. The yeah. model number. It was number like, it was Rainbird, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he just called it out because you could tell by the shape and how thick it was and how long it was the model of it from 40 feet away. So he pick it up and he goes, can I get these? Like, yeah, <laughs> of course you can get these. <laughs> crazy little crazy man. So we went up there uh, I don't know how much I thought it was going to be, but the guy saw Ezra's excitement and just gave it to us like three bucks. Nice, the whole box score. So anyway, what he was showing you yeah. was that he has he has uh, set up an entire sprinkler system on the front lawn with all the hoses connected. They're to all, the all different connected. Sprinklers. I know everything. Everything's all. <laughs> and, and, and if he could hook up the timer, the he timer, would. Yeah, yeah. He but, was showing us the timer before we came down here, and he's like, "This one you can hook up to this, and it uh-huh. looked like some Vietnam radio <laughs> that like a that a." Colonel or someone yeah. in the field. I don't Which, know. The- then that also was a thrift store find. Of course. Yeah. Aaron was telling me they found that the weekend before, <laughs> before he went back and found all the rainbirds. Um, all right. Well, I think that's, I mean, I think that's pretty much it for what we wanted to cover. Um, we're going to keep this train rolling. Uh, thank you for sticking with us. And we're, we're pumped. To get this train back on the tracks. Yeah, and I'm going to tr- try to make some jokes today. It's still coming out of it, but you might have to <laughs> have to make me laugh a little bit. I'll try. I'm just not in that silly goose mode right all, now. All your laughs are like... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of way... That's why I feel inside right now. I'm just kind of like... <laughs> I have like a, I have a banger joke. It's the funniest thing I've ever said. You're like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck! You should have waited a week. You should have waited. You got to give some distance. What is it? Time something equals comedy? I don't know. Time tragedy. Tragedy. Tragedy plus time equals comedy? I don't know. Oh, all right. I did horrible at <laughs> math. <laughs> all right. And then last thing before we get off to the uh, the starting question here, if you guys want to send something in, you can send that into heyguys at canyoudon'tpodcast.com. And of course, we have the merch available right now at canyoudon'tpodcast.com. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I guess I'm just going to yell at myself then. Oh. Joe, edit the segment in. Hey, shut up. Start the show already. Okay, sorry, and this was this was important, and it is super sad, but it is something that I wanted to bring up because I had never found myself in this dark of a spot, and I something is telling me that I need to talk about it, so that okay. at least someone out there, if you are feeling anything like this, 
please go find help. So this goes back to when everything that I just covered in the in the intro came out and was unraveling and it was broadcasted and everybody knew. Uh, and big thanks to the literal thousands and thousands of people that have written in with messages of support. That's great. Of course, it's the people that are like, oh, fucking go jump off a building, you piece of shit. And those I say, probably, anyway, bye. Uh, but thank you so much for, for you guys sending those in. And I've tried to reply to every single one, so hopefully I didn't, didn't miss you guys. But when it was all coming out, dude, it, it, was, so, it was so scary. And I don't think I was going to do it. But this feels important to talk about. Um, it, it, was, it was so dark, and I was just sitting on the edge of my bed, and I had my handgun like in my hand. And I, like, I don't really remember getting it. I wasn't like blacked out. I wasn't drinking. But it's just like this weird emotional part. And I was like, oh. and I remember just sitting there in my train of thought. I was like, I mean, I, who, I mean, who would care? Like that kind of thought. And I just sat there, and it wasn't very long. It was maybe like five to ten seconds. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I put my gun back in the lockbox. I actually took a picture of my kids and taped it to the front. And then I left my room and I slept on the couch and I just watched TV until I passed out. Next morning, I woke up and packed up my guns and brought them over here mm-hmm. to Aaron's house. So they were not in my possession anymore. But that scared me so Jesus. bad. It scared me so bad. Um, and luckily, I mean, yeah, Aaron was very open about it. Um, I told her like after it happened and she was super concerned about it because, you know, she's awesome. Um, but if you are ever in that dark of a spot, I didn't use it, but I did look it up after this happened to make sure I knew at least what the number was in case things got that dark. But the suicide hotline number is 988. That's all you have to, all you have to type in. That's simple. 988. But um, yeah, so, I mean, I know that it's sad and I know it's not uh, very funny at all to talk about that, but the bad shit happens and I never thought that I would, that would ever cross my mind, and it did. So that's 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 terrifying. You know, I mean, you, yeah, it scared me. It scared me really every, bad. It's you know, you gain perspective in everything in life, and you, you know, when so you you talk about. I mean, I've been dealing with like anxiety for a long time, and never understood what it was. And then I had you know, I've talked to you about it, talked to a few people about it, and they're like, "Oh, do you feel this way?" Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh, okay. It's not so isolating and alone. There's actually a lot mm-hmm. of people that deal with stuff. And so once you can kind of get perspective on things, I actually, my uncle, who I was really close with, it took his life with a gun. And it's like, I never, he was the happiest guy I knew. Yeah. And so you can get into a place where you're not even in the right mind. And if you can't yeah. get yourself out of it, I mean, I get how you can go there. A lot of my personality, a lot of my happiness, I feel like a lot of my purpose in life is entertaining and making people laugh Yeah, uh, or making in, in any way I want to make their life better. Uh, and so when that was completely taken away from me, I, I mean, that was it. I guess felt like yeah. I lost my identity. Like it was just fucking, who am I now? Like this is all, all gone. I mean, thank, thank God I waited it out. Cause, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to get better. I'm going to make it okay. And I know that, uh, I'm going to continue to do what, what makes me happy. And that's, that's making other people happy regardless. And one good thing, you know, the listeners, it's been majority positive positivity Mm -hmm. and like, and support. Of course, there's, you know, the people that are, they're, they're going to leave and for whatever reasons they have morally or whatever that, you know, that's, that's on them. That's fine. Sure. Um, but yeah, it has been supportive yeah. and we, I mean, we, I had tons of support. I've got hundreds of messages in my socials too, that I haven't responded to just cause I've been isolated from phone and social Yeah, and I will hopefully get to everyone 
So thanks for those kind words too. So yeah. I guess that's just the kids and the silly geese have right. been very supportive. Yeah. I, yeah, and I don't I mean I can't credit it, but that was the very first thing I did after I, I decided to put it back in the lockbox was get on my phone and look more at more messages. Yeah. <laughs> because they're just the, I had to see. Uh and when it first happened, I mean, there was a tons of support. And I think once it all all the information started really settling in. Then it was more and more and more and more support. So thank you guys very much. I'm not sure if that stopped me. I don't know what it was, but I'm just it scared me you to even go there. Saw, thought of me, and you're like, oh, I fuck, can't do this, I can't, to Brian. Do, can't fuck this up. <laughs> then Brian too. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. You just saw my face. Uh, what if that was it? Could have uh, been. Could have been. You never know. All right. So let's move on. Let's just try. Let's try to do some funny here. Okay. This was sent in by our son Aaron. Are you ready? Yes. Would you rather? Be forced to live on a ninja warrior course until you complete every stage, Ugh. or be forced to live on a golf course until you get a hole in one on every par three. <sighs> and if you're not a golfer, that fuck that. That's really hard. That's really really hard to get a hole in one. I've I've gotten like even within um, maybe a foot like twice in my entire life. Maybe a foot. And there's a lot that can happen in that foot. That foot does not mean the ball missed by a foot. It could have rolled sideways, backwards, left, right. Like, it's not... I was not that close. There's still a lot of shit that could happen uh, to get a hole-in-one on a par three. I don't think people realize how hard golf is. Until you play it. Until you... Dude. I mean, it's it's so... It's the most frustrating sport ever because you think you're just going to go out there and hit a few balls around. Mm-hmm. And within three, four strokes, you are losing your mind you're hammered Thro- drunk in a golf cart you're breaking stuff you're throwing <laughs> things yeah. screaming at the ball yeah like what other sport can do that to you bowling no i'm kidding mm. i don't know <laughs> if you get that mad at bowling i don't even know what you're doing bowling's bowling's one of those things where you just show up and you're just having fun golf's not, yeah. golf's not fun unless you're good but there's <laughs> there's some people that that's the way they are with everything well there's no there's no um bumpers on a golf course though <laughs> there should be there's because they like, have a handicap. They have giant inflatable walls. Imagine if out of bounds, there was just like Boing? there was trampolines all the way down the side, and it just bounced off. I like the idea, just like in a bowling alley, where some people have the the bumpers and some people don't. Yeah, and they sh- yep. sh- and they go down in the gutter. Mm. <laughs> what if on a golf course, me and you, we, me and you, we're really good. We do not need the bumpers. However, we're going with our friend. I don't know, uh, Chad. Okay. And he's terrible, and he needs the inflatable walls on a golf course. And you're like, okay, blow them up, and just, <laughs> which just takes three hours. There's a team of people off to the side, huge, like huge industrial blowers, just, <laughs> and like it, people on every other tee box, like, god damn it, like it's so loud. And sorry, you, sorry, Chad. Chad needs them. And then it's like anything else, you have to deflate it, so everyone's <laughs> laying on it, right? You know that whole rolling thing, everyone's on rolling on it. You're like, here, get on the other side. Come on. Get a little help, please. Uh, so there's that. And getting a hole-in-one is really, really hard. But being forced to live on a ninja warrior course, and maybe I'm just, I mean, I know I'm, well, I'm being optimistic here, but I see some of those. I can make it past, I think, some of the obstacles on that ninja warrior course. You think and you I can. think maybe all of them eventually, if I get to try them indefinitely, you are going to be in impeccable shape. You are yeah. going to be a fucking sexy-ass homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, is I that, don't know. You'll, you get in shape. Yeah. Um, that would still be less frustrating than golfing. Cause like, I know, it depends on how bad you have to be. <laughs> I'm picturing like just an everyday home. 
Okay. Okay. Like I, I know that like being forced to live on the Ninja Warrior course. So I'm taking this and I'm putting it in like a house situation. But if every house was designed and had Ninja Warrior course to get from the living room to like the bathroom to the bedroom, how insane would that be? Like, oh man, I go take a shower. You got to start chalking up your hands. Isn't there water in the bottom too? Yeah. So you could just pee in the water, but then you'd eventually just be <laughs> urine water. Yeah, I never thought about More that. More motivation to not fall in. Just start pooping and peeing in the water. The yeah. punishment is way so worse. So it's just waste. Now it's wastewater. What they call it, the salmon ladder? That one's always fun to watch. You ever watch Ninja Warrior? Uh, no. Oh. I mean, I have. <laughs> I'm more of a floors lava guy. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, and then thinking about if you're trying to leave the house on time like, god god damn it pepper if you don't beat the warped war wall in two mm, minutes we're gonna be late for school late run late She's for like, school I'm trying. just just sweating <laughs> just running up with her backpack on dad i'm trying push the buzzer well i guess maybe you could run up there and if you would you be able to help, help? her up i'm sure that you can't no help rules. someone get a Ninja a hole in one no but you could help someone get through the course like with your family <laughs> i can just throw ezra yeah. through like if she doesn't have to do the swingy ring toss thing you just throw yeah, it as doesn't hard say as you how you got to pass it right you well just it says get you, through have to, it. It you have to complete it so you well, can't fall in the water you right. have to be able to do each one there's no way you can throw your kid across those things get out of here well you would get so strong though <laughs> throwing your kid in the water and you would probably just there's work no out way. i don't know how, you have to be a like a superhuman robot so to be wait, able to throw a child wh- through an obstacle course was that oh you okay <laughs> okay until you complete every stage in my head i was thinking that's just how you live forever okay no no um so as soon as you complete it and i think for sure uh, my physical ability i have a way better chance of getting done with a warrior course faster than i would getting a, a hole-in-one on every par three which is typically there's like three par threes. Depends on the course. Are we, are we playing? Four, I don't know. And do you get the whole course to yourself or do you have to just go out at nighttime when no yeah. one else is out there? You're waiting. Oh, you have a headlamp. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, God damn it. But you, you'd be like known as the crazy dude that camps by whole, whole three. Or like a tent. Are we playing Augusta National or are we going to like a nine hole well, shitty course? I think it has to be a full 18. A full 18. Uh, let's just go a typical public municipal. So you can't court. just play the same hole over and over. No, you can. You... Yeah, I think you just play the par threes yeah. over and over and over again. Still, that's even more maddening. That that'd be so thing. bad. I think I, I feel like there's the psychological effect of of golf mm-hmm. almost outweighs the physical part of the because I think like you trying to scale a wall and you can't get it. That's still psychologically, but like. Golf is such a frustrating sport. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's and just you have so a weapon. Nice, delicate swing. Yeah, no, how, you're not going to have any clubs left. So you're just going to be breaking clubs, and now, now you're, well, part three, <laughs> you might be able to throw the ball. You can't throw the ball. That's not golf. You can't just throw the ball. That's weird. <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be like, if like, okay, you're not leaving the football field till you kick a field goal and you just throw it through the goalpost. You're like, done. No, that's, that's true. Not how you that's play. true. <laughs> well, are we playing on the, which, which um, colors are we playing on? I don't know. The, the oh, women, just the whites. pros. It's just whites. Just, Standard okay. whites. There's still no way. I, but, oh my God. I don't know. Because I've gotten hole-in-ones on like driving ranges and stuff. I thought you were going to say in a video game. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I've got a hole-in-one in a video game. On that golden tee. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten a hole-in-one on golden tee. Fuck that game. Game's so hard. And they've never updated the graphics since 1940. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. The graphics can be so sick on a golden tee and they never are. Yeah. They've never updated it. Why would they? Why, yeah, why it's the you? same machine. Why would you? Why, why would, would you do anything do? different? Because someone would bitch about it. Oh, it's not as good as the old one, and then they would <laughs> lose all the business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, <laughs> a Ninja Warrior course in a nursing home. <laughs> that's 
<laughs> I don't oh. know why I thought that was. It's just be like between every obstacle, just be a soggy human mess. Just laying down and can't do it. Uh, the then, wheelchair version. Right, right. I don't know how that would, that'd be, how do you do that one? Um, and then will the announcers be there the whole time? Oh, <laughs> and you can hear him. Right. Oh, Ooh, he's so Brian. Cool. Yeah. Brian looks like he's leaving for work. I'm like, fuck. God, if only he had better upper body strength. <laughs> he said he's been working on that in the off season. I'm not buying it. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. My upper body, I'm like any sort of like a pull up, anything that would be like when they, you see him like, they're on a bar and they mm-hmm. pull the, and they have to the like, salmon ladder. Yeah, that's the yeah. Okay, yeah, that. jumpy, pulley, climby thing. I don't think I would. That's something I don't think I would ever be able to do. And only using your fingertips, like a rock climber kind of thing. No, I don't know. But it does not say it's in a house. It says that you just have to complete every single one. So you just train. I would just train for a year straight, and then go and complete my course, and then go back to my life. I think I could do that before I hit a hole in one on but, every part but three what on the course. You, what if you just played the same hole over and over and just, just dialed know. it, dialed it in? That's the because you don't have to do it in just, one day, right? You like just, just hit the ball in the hole. You know no, what I mean? Eventually, you have to so, live there until you do it. Like you could be there. You're, you play the same three par three holes over for a year. Man, you might do it. Maybe that's see. That's the toss up. I, mean, I know you get for to drink sure. beer and stuff. Is there like a girl in a cart coming around, coming around drinking hey, beer? Hey, what's up, Brian? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's just another day <laughs> scorcher today huh yeah, yeah, yeah how about you don't try the beer today <laughs> <laughs> i did i tried that yesterday I tried, yeah i tried that last night like you're just up all night i don't know i don't know i think i'm going to go with the course because i think i could do it eventually i don't know for sure i could hit it you could hit the ball so close so many times think about the best golfers in the world yeah there are almost every single tournament goes by an entire tournament, round after round after round, with no hole in one. The best golfers and those in are the, the best world. In the world, yeah. And they don't do it. <laughs> like they know, and they know exactly what they're doing, and they never get That's it. That's true. Never. I mean, each one probably has what one, two on the tour ever. Like no one's just out there hitting nothing but fucking hole in ones. Or they do it every time. Right. Exactly. They would never be across the the green. They'd be right on it. I'm saying I'm fucked either way. <laughs> really. Fuck it! I'll just do the the warrior course with the golf course. I'll just get in. I'll, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll just do the warrior course just course just to get in shape. So no, at least see. I'll look good. Yeah, I think you're getting where I'm going with this. I'm going yeah. with that. Okay, let's do the warrior course. Fine. That's gonna be a mess. Fuck still, it. it's, gonna be, it's gonna be so bad, especially with all the f- piss and shit. <laughs> floating around god that'd be such a an added insult you think you're just like doing a little like skippy run and you just fall into a turd bath oh you're, my god t- at least it's your own turds <laughs> yeah is that worse thank or? god <laughs> oh, a don't make this cool. <laughs> here's a question for you uh, uh, this is gonna be a weird question well, this is it for me okay so if you like let's say you had to eat shit mm. would you rather eat your own shit or someone else's shit okay because it's like is it okay because it's your own? <laughs> or are you like, I, I know think, what I ate. I don't think it's ever okay. How about if you have a really you have a really bad um, diet and you know the stuff you're eating is horrible. So as I do, yeah. And then, or it's like a, a vegan, someone with a really healthy, like a really attractive, healthy woman. <laughs> okay. And it's her shit or your like corn <laughs> grease riddled shit. I think this just opened up another box and then we're going to get the hell out of here. <laughs> is... Would you rather eat shit from either like your se- your opposite sex? Is that more appealing than same sex? Like, would you rather eat an attractive woman? <laughs> probably. 
and women out there an attractive man? They're like, no, I don't know, dude. Oh, dude. Even it's Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad, no, dude. Which, okay. What about the most attractive man or the world? Like Brad Pitt shit <laughs> sure. or um, Roseanne Barr's okay. shit. It's still, it's oh, a, man. Why is attractiveness playing into like, because it is. It does. It's playing in right now. Why does that matter? It shouldn't matter. And why do I want to eat Brad Pitt's shit? Yeah. Like, why do I like, want that? Like, if you that? were going to eat, if you were a cannibal, <laughs> I think you'd rather eat the more attractive person, right? I don't, uh, uh, I don't know. You don't want a sweaty arm. I don't know. What's their body like? Well, it's Brad Pitt t- and Roseanne. The oh, same thing. I might go Roseanne. There's more to eat. I don't know. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> that, that's assuming you need, you're really hungry. You just have to eat them. <laughs> I see the snack. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess Brad Pitt again. You're just you're you're filleting <laughs> off a, a piece. This is just like a weird new fantasy yeah. has been born. Like how many things do I like about Brad Pitt? I, I like his it face really and his, his hair his and his, <laughs> <laughs> the way his forearm tastes. I, I just picture like he's got that really like his forearm mm-hmm. and his tricep. Yeah. Or, um yeah, I just imagine like cutting a piece off and just cooking it on like a rotisserie, it's just going to be good. Just searing it up. Instead of just fat, greasy fat. Oh, I'm trying to think back how we got here. How'd we get here? Oh, pooping in the warrior pool. Yeah. Cool. That was it. <laughs> I okay. feel like I'm back now. This is <laughs> where my brain goes. <laughs> here we go, baby. Uh, all right, we're going to move on. Speaking of brains, and okay. I've got a story for what are you thinking about? All right. Hey. Hey, what's up, babe? What are you thinking about? Uh, you know, nothing. Actually, you know what? I'm thinking about a lot of shit. What are you thinking about? All right, so here's what I'm thinking about, and I guess uh, why I'm thinking about it is because we, I, mean, I just announced that, uh, you know, <laughs> my wife and I are separating. Oh, so I have why a chance not? now. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Can you imagine? Well, I couldn't know, even be mad. What's funny is <laughs> that's us in the, oh, yeah. the thing. That's so. true. We should probably talk to her about that. See if she's fine with still being in that. It's weird. Um, Or if I have a shot. (laughs) Yeah, that too. I should talk to my wife about that first. (laughs) Yeah, you should do that. Don't make the same mistakes. Um, So wouldn't that be weird? Really cool. No, I don't want to do it. That whole imagine Uh, that pretzel of a mess. Why not? What? what, Throw it on top. Nothing else can happen, right? <laughs> so, uh, talking about us splitting, of course, you know, I've obviously been thinking about this and sentimental about uh, about the about the marriage coming to a close. But it did remind me of a story I might as well share right now about our own wedding that happened here in Coeur d'Alene. And I've never shared this story. I've never seen anything like this. And this shit just happened so fast. So let me set the scene. We had a pretty small wedding here in Coeur d'Alene. I think there was like. Ah, oh, man, maybe a hundred, hundred, hundred and twenty-five. Sorry, I don't know what the fuck's in my mouth. Uh, pubes? It's a bug. <laughs> it's just pubes. <laughs> Between segments, I'm just gnobbling on myself. Uh, Monopoly? <laughs> is that a word? Monopoly? Um, so we had a wedding, <laughs> and we got married, and it was great, and it was fun, beautiful. My dad played uh, all the music. And it was as, all meaningless. It was all meaningless <laughs> as as Aaron walked down the aisle. Like It was, a, it was perfect. It was great. And then uh, the party time came. And what we opted to do is we had a DJ, but then we also had microphones so that for all the songs, then everybody could also sing along in the crowd. God. Okay. Oh my God. Shut up. We've got family musicians. The whole whole Paisley clan is musicians. Get out of here. Um, It was fun. And so as the song is playing, you can also sing along and do fun stuff. So all this is going, everyone is is having some drinks and, and really having a good time. 
And then I kind of, you know, zoned out a little bit and I'm looking across the crowd on the dance floor and I see these two tall motherfuckers. Like they stood out like a couple of pine trees in a meadow. Like they were like probably like six, four, like so they're big, tall dudes. Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Yeah, and I'm looking at them. I'm like, who the fuck are that? Like who, the, who are these dudes? And they're like, having a lot of fun. I don't know how long they've been there. They obviously love the vibe. The dance floor was right out by the sidewalk. So anybody walking by, like you could see how much fun it was. So these dudes decided to pull, yeah, the wedding crasher thing. And they came flying in, (laughs) super happy, like dancing around. And then out of nowhere, I see my brother like looks at him and he goes over and and I hear his words or I read his lips over the music and he goes, who the fuck are you? (laughs) Right. And then, and they both like, they're laughing and they're like, oh yeah, I think they're just kind of joking around. And my brother grabs him by the shirt and then just punches him in the face. Jesus. Right. And I'm like, whoa, like what the fuck just happened? Uh, it turns out they were not saying nice things back. They're saying, do whatever the fuck we want to, Um, but they're saying it with a big smile on their mm -hmm. face. I thought they were being nice. Uh, they're not being nice. And my brother did not like that. So he punches them. And then the other guy starts punching back. Right. And turns into this big fight on the dance floor. And here is my 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 favorite part. Because I didn't get in, I didn't punch, I didn't throw any punches. I ended up like pulling people away, but I did not get in any sort of fight. So I'm just kind of sitting back and watching this all go down. And then my half-brother is up on the little deck <laughs> balcony area. He climbs up. No. <laughs> no. He climbs up on the railing. Okay. Like a fucking WWE yep, superstar. I'm picturing it. He goes to jump. And he's in his dress shoes, so they slip off the railing. His shins go into the railing, and he front flips onto a table that my grandma's sitting at. It just smashes, smashes her instead of like hitting the people that he tried to jump on. So now he's grabbing his side in pain because he just loses. Grandma's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Right? The music like, er, like fucking thing. And then this one guy. Uh, my, this one guy was fighting him and then he was got, got sick of being punched so he ran and he tried to jump the fence the fence was one of those spiky fences so it had like little point on the top mm. he jumped over and he got his shorts and underwear on it so <laughs> he goes off he rips them off so now he's running down the street with his dick out <laughs> running from the paisley family and he's sprinting away and he's getting chased i forget by who i think by one of my father-in-laws being like you son of a bitch and then the other guy that he came with who wasn't a part of the fight he's just standing there looking and look at him and he's going no 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 and then he takes off and chases his naked friend um and that was the story of the wedding crashes oh at my, my own God. wedding um but dude I'm not sure what was funnier because we didn't know what happened. All I remember is you saw him and you just saw his butt running away. His white butt. You saw his butt running away. And I don't, and I can't recall. I want to make sure that I get the facts as close to uh, accurate as possible. I do not remember if his underwear was all the way off or if it was just ripped mm. enough that his butt was like hanging out mm-hmm. the back as he was running away. So we didn't know this happened to this guy because it's dark out. And then the next morning, the sun comes up as it tends to do. And we had to pick up uh, the wedding and I'm going along the fence line, like taking things, decorations off the fence. And like, there's his shorts and underwear, oh my like God. just hanging on the spike on the Did you keep the them? Fence. Yeah, I smell, I smell them. Nice. Yep. You've never washed them? No, I'm wearing them right now. I was really hoping you were going to say that duct he taped up. climbed over the fence and caught his pants and then he was like <laughs> dangling. We just kicked the shit out yeah, of him? Yeah, he's hanging over the fence. You're like <laughs> he's throwing just a, haymakers he's at a, him. He's a pinata at yeah. this point. <laughs> 
that's jail time. Like he, he's go, he's gone through enough. Like he's hanging down, his ass is showing, and everyone's just gut just punching spank, him, spanking yeah. his butt, <laughs> like laughing. He's like playing little drums. Playing like I don't know Mambo Number no. Five. Everyone's <laughs> Mambo Number no. Five, bam, 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 bam. and everyone's <laughs> singing into his face as he's trapped there. They've got their mic- they have all got their microphones and they're One, singing. Two, two three, <laughs> four, five. <laughs> he's like, God, leave me alone! And he goes, pa, 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 playing his butt cheeks, little bongo drums. Because <laughs> the musician came out and yes, everyone, yes, you get it. Yep. <laughs> taking his shoes off and clapping mm-hmm. them together, yeah, hitting them in the cheeks. Mm. Stacy, the trumpet. Like, what's that one part? <laughs> He's just yelling out fucking oh, yeah. different Sweet, instruments. Yeah, trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would play that song. We'll be banned on YouTube. Yeah, for, I can't do that. Apparently, we can't do that. Um, okay, want me to show you my dick? Um, yeah. Do you have anything else to add? No, that, move on to no, my dick? that's funny. Um, I got nothing else. Okay, well, let's just do it. Let's do some. Let dick. me see your dick. Okay. Is it dumb? Is it interesting? Is it cool? Then it's dick. Then it's dick. Dick. Okay. So I'm going to take the first story for Dick this week. And um, as I've had a lot more free time recently, I've been doing a lot of hiking. I've just kind of get back out there, not sit in my apartment and mope. That's what everyone does when they. It's the what, best thing to like do when they. When every time you see someone huge like life in change, a, yeah, it's like, and they're like selfies out there, um, like up, <laughs> up on top of a mountain, breath of fresh air, yeah. like some cool quote, and then go home and eat like a bag of chips. And <laughs> that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I, I, I would take that picture on top of a mountain, and I have pizza in my backpack uh-huh. to get me back down. I'm yeah. not kidding. Literally, what I did yesterday. I believe it. Uh, so doing a lot of hiking, and then I came across this story of some folks that were not prepared at all for hiking. And I'm going to read it to you here. So it says hikers left the Texas heat to a camp on or to camp on a cold, rainy Colorado trail. So the duo hiked up Lake Camo Road or Camo Road in Colorado's Sangre de Cristo range on Monday, June 27th at the Alamosa Volunteer or the Alamosa Volunteer Search and Rescue team said. They never made it to Lake Camo and set up camp about a quarter mile from the lake, which I'm going to go ahead right there and I, I know it was raining. They're going to say that. But when I, when I saw they were like, oh, man, it's a whole quarter mile away. That's one lap around a track. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's one. You, got, you can make it. You can do it. Unless it's like. Children do that. <laughs> on accident. Yeah. I hiked uh, two miles in the wrong direction. You wander off and you, go, and you can do that. <laughs> yeah. You can be looking for a well, lost contact lens right. and end up going a quarter mile. Yep. So anyway. So Lake Como is an 8.3 mile out and then back near Blanca, about 210 miles south of Denver. Anyway. This is it. So they, they, they started getting hyperthermia. It was sad. Some hikers, they ended up calling for help. But here's, here's what happened. So they took off and they were not prepared. They didn't pack any extra clothing to stay dry. Uh, their tent had no rain fly. <laughs> the hikers also didn't have any extra food or water. And they didn't have layers to survive the night temperatures. So they said... These hikers said they did not understand why it was so cold and rainy in Colorado because it's been so hot in Texas. Oh, my God. And they never checked any weather forecasts. What? Different climate? <sighs> and the rescuers, all, all they said, like the main thing they said, said ignorance can kill people. It's like, that. that is true. Uh, thank God they were able to call for help. But who the fuck takes us into a new, like not your backyard. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not, it wasn't a, a hiking trip that went wrong. It was just a hiking trip that you fucked up. Yeah. And you stranded yourself. You're like, ah, I got a tent. Yeah, I got a tent. It's like one of those kid throw out pop-up Barbie tents. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I don't know. That's, I mean, it's a tent, right? Uh, they did say it was hard because of heavy rainfall. There's a, like rockfall, extremely slippery 
path that you're trying to get up there. So I get all of that. But what this did make me think of, and I don't know why I thought this was so funny to me, but let's just imagine this, okay? Mount Everest. <laughs> it's a Mount Everest documentary. And they're interviewing everyone, you know, great. The cinematography is fucking. Wait, is this real? No. Or are you making this, this I'm making this up. Okay. It just reminded, I was like, what? Like, who would do this? How could you be so ill-prepared for this hiking trip? So then I started picturing this fake Mount Everest documentary. And the cinematography, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. The, the custom music bed. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, they're putting it all out there. They're interviewing people. And they're all wearing those, like, sleeping bag jackets. You know what I'm talking about? Like they're mm-hmm. super puffy. Yeah. Where you can barely see their face, yep. like out the little tie hole. Uh, they got frost on their beard and everything. And they got all the, the gear. They got the clips and all that kind of shit. Because uh, they're heading up the tallest mountain on the planet. And then it cuts to this camera and there's this dude named Devin. And he's wearing a tank top and flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> he has a cooler of White Claws. <laughs> What's up, bros? You ready to skin that? I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm just going to give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my buddy said it's pretty tall, and I was looking for tall stuff. I'm just going through a divorce. I'm trying to get back out there. and uh, <laughs> Need and to get to a couple pics. <laughs> I can reconnect with nature and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and he's just fucking sitting there. And they you know, cut around to other people like, I don't think he's going to make it. Yeah. And then here's where my, my, my brain took it a little bit farther. So you know how when people die on Everest, they have to just leave the bodies up mm-hmm. there because they're not, it's, it's a long hike and you can't just, I guess you could sled them down if the conditions were right, but they don't, they just leave them up there to die. But then 50 yards in is Devin. <laughs> <laughs> 50 yards. <laughs> his cooler of white claws. And he's frozen to death and he's sitting there with his white claws. Maybe, maybe he got frozen like in the fist bump pose. Yeah. So like now it's tradition. Everyone who walks by just gives a fist bump to D-bone. It's like, <laughs> like an icy sk- statue right. of him. And he's like, like a weird <laughs> Smile. It's the fa- it's the Han Solo face, right? He's just <laughs> he's just fist out. He's got like his other hand has a white claw in it. He's just sitting on his cooler. Everyone walks by, gives a little fist bump as we go by. How you like? What's up, D Bone? Like D-bone. Just a weird shit. Well, that's what's funny is like I mean <laughs> people. Do you hear that all the time? Like or going in a river mm-hmm. or whitewater rat, whatever it is, like. They don't take it nature serious yeah. and they're just like, we'll pop in real quick and then drown dead yeah. because they didn't do their research. They didn't, they just thought, thought it'd be a fun little float or something, <laughs> you know, and, and now they're dead. Yeah. And I think there's definitely, uh, I, I don't know, a little leeway when it comes to your experience with the thing that you're going to do. Sure. And I bring that up. I hadn't thought about this until, you know, you just brought that up. But um, last weekend, my mom and stepdad were in town and they rented some electric bikes, which by the way, are fucking sick. Yeah. Like, have you ridden one? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Where have I been? I rode one, but this one was like, it was a tandem bike. So me and Ezra were sharing the same bike. This thing went like fucking 35 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even have to pedal it if you didn't want to. It was basically mm-hmm. a motorcycle. Uh, and so we're going out there to do that. And I show up and I'm wearing flip-flops. My mom's like, what are you doing? They said wear proper footwear. And I was like, yeah, it's fun. I'm riding a bike, mom. I'm not like kicking alligators. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just, my feet are on top of the pedals. This is proper footwear. She goes, if they, if they turn this, turn you down. Cause I'm like, they're not going to turn me down. It's like the cruiser bike. I'm not mountain biking. And then she's like, okay, well, unbelievable. If they, unbelievable, Joey. Unbelievable, unbelievable, Joe. unbelievable. I'm like, God damn it. Mom, always. Uh, we get there. They're both wearing flip-flops. <laughs> they rode the, the guys. <laughs> they rode their bikes up with flip-flops on. I'm like, fuck you, mom. <laughs> uh, but no, then I rode my rode the bike. It was like 29 miles in flip-flops. Um, so I get, because that, that would not be properly prepared for my outing. If something went wrong, I'm yeah. stuck in fucking flip-flops. But I gambled it. I was like, I'm not wearing shoes. It's 98 degrees today. I'm not going to wear I'm not going to wear proper attire. 
Uh, but I wasn't hiking. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't like, there's not, there wasn't death involved. Yeah. I wasn't going to die if something terrible happened or if I whacked my toe uh, with a pedal. Ooh, ouch. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Skinned your foot. Oh, no. Oh, well, boy. I mean, there's, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, when you go out into nature, there's so many factors. If there's a flash, flood, rain, so many things, like, now I'm fighting for my life. Mm-hmm. And if you have no idea what you're doing, you're fucked. Yeah, you're done. And so, I guess this is the moral story is don't fuck with Mother Nature. Ever. Ever. Yeah. You end up like D-Bone. Unless you know what you're doing. And the people that know what they're doing, when they die, it's like, well, you know, <laughs> I knew I knew the yeah. risk. Yeah. The people that do that, they don't know the risk. They don't think there is a risk. <laughs> when you're reasoning, it says, well, it's just so cold over here. It's been hot in Texas. What? That is so, I, that's bizarre. I can't the, even, yeah. Just point to the door, like, get the fuck yeah, out of here. it's really muggy here in Texas. I thought it would be the same. same over here in this other state that this- is 8,000 miles away from me. That's so weird. It's crazy. Um, okay, let's move on to, to show me your dick after I show you this. Mm. Mm, I miss that guy. Man, it's weird. Not pushing that, not hearing the eh for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Fuck me up. Uh, okay, what, what's, your, what's your story? What's your dick look like? Stretch that thing out for me, baby. All right. All right, all right, this all right. Is, this is uh, kind of a funny one because we have, I don't know, if, do you have a Roomba? Yes, I put googly eyes on it. Oogly eyes. Oh. You googly or oogly? Googly eyes. Googly eyes? Not yeah. oogly? Oogly sounds weird. Uh, it might be at. It might be oogly. It sounds creepy. Okay, I'm going to I guess if you put... I'm going to put in googly eyes. Googly they have to be googly eyes. eyes versus oogly eyes. <laughs> Doing the Lord's work over here. Okay, what about yeah. Betty Davis eyes? Googly eyes or go- what? She's got Betty the Davis top que- The top question that, that Google suggested to me, it says, is you mean googly eyes or googly eyes? They can spell them the exact same. No, it's not what I meant. Well, those you, are the two you exact use same a search fucking- engine that has the word Google, Google in it. I guess so it's going to be biased. Yeah, they're googly eyes. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess, I mean, yeah, whatever. Anyway, back to you. So this, this story is in Nebraska. Okay. And it's in Bellevue, Nebraska. When ooh. I first saw Bellevue, I thought, ooh, uh, local story, but no. that's not. And Bellevue, Idaho is where, I, really? where my dad lived. Oh. Yeah, a lot of Bellevues. Okay. I didn't stop the music right now. I don't know why I just did that. Yeah, that was creepy. Like a, what's going on here? Because <laughs> I feel like it's... Is Ezra out there <clears throat> running stuff? Okay, go ahead. All right. So the police, uh, the Bellevue Police Department is reporting an unusual call from its overnight shift. Okay. Officials said on Twitter that they were called to a burglary, burglary in progress. But when the officers officers arrived, situation wasn't quite as scary as it was made out to be. Okay. The family reported that they heard footsteps from someone upstairs moving around upstairs, sort of thinking, "Oh my God, someone's in my house." Oh yeah. Officers instead found a Roomba <laughs> ra- vacuum scooting around, presumably doing its job. <laughs> what if you went up there in the Roomba like had shoes on? He's like, yeah, he's like yeah, actually yeah. walking. That would be scary. Well, that'd be funny if he if you had the googly eyes on too, because right. you walk in there and he would look back at you like, "Hey, man, surprise job, yeah." Whoa, whoa, didn't see you there. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Oh, it, I mean, I get it. Cause, what a waste of time for everybody. <laughs> dude, the police come out. Imagine C- guns how drawn. stupid you would feel. Yeah, they all they <laughs> kick the door in. SWAT team freeze, up. and it's like, <laughs> and the eyes are all bouncing around. <laughs> Runs right into their feet. Yeah, turns it around, just turns around, <laughs> goes the other way, bumps into the other cop, just going back and forth. 
or one I or they completely misread misread the situation. Go in there, throw a fucking hand grenade at it. Mm. That doesn't do it. It just starts cleaning up the shrapnel. Mm-hmm. It's cleaning up and they, all the. Then they start unloading on it with like an AR or something. It's still going cleaning up the shell casings. Like God damn, this thing's ruthless. At least it. It. I mean, the that's a that's something we said for um the the quality of the is Roomba is that the company that makes Roomba yeah Roomba it's like one of those things that's like Kleenex oh everyone just calls them a Roomba but a Roomba is the actual brand I think okay that makes sense um but it's it is funny we've had ours for years so they are a durable little bastard Mm -hmm. but I have so it reminded me of this time uh, when we after we first got our Roomba um, we, we were all in bed and it was in the middle of the night oh yeah. And it just goes, we had it set up to our phone. Yeah, it it, it goes, no, it wasn't even like a positive sound. It wasn't like, it was like, like battery died. Roomba cannot connect um, to Bluetooth. (laughs) And I want it to. And so my my wife freaked out because (laughs) she thought maybe someone was outside and it was trying to connect to that person's Bluetooth to their phone and that. And then it, that person walked out of range and it could. So that's where her brain went to was like someone God. was creeping around and Ruma tried to connect to their Bluetooth. But the, and then when you're sleeping, I love it's the three o'clock in the morning. Ruma cannot click, uh, connect to the Bluetooth. Yeah. It's and, scary, it, scary. and it's that, and it's a, it's a voice. It's a human voice and it just wakes you up in the middle of the night. So while that, while the story is hilarious because yeah. nothing happened, I can relate to that waking up to a like, oh my God, mm-hmm. what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And it was just Roomba doing Roomba things. I have I have two things to add to the story. One is uh, that our Roomba, no matter how much I worked with it uh, on it and tried to set its schedule, every single Wednesday at four in the afternoon, it would go off on its own. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't fucking change it. It wouldn't change back. No matter what I did on that day, It whenever it just kind of plugged itself back in, it was like, fuck it, I'm going off at four on Wednesday. Your room is but, on the spectrum. It's like, gotta go at four. Gotta go at four. <laughs> and then Ezra's like, it's going again! Like, he's just like screaming. <laughs> like, he like, scared the whole house. You like, throw him it. into the lamp because they're going you up. <laughs> Get up here! Just throw him into the nightstand. Um, <laughs> and then I also love where, like, your brain as a human goes when you're like, in that scared state where your wife... <laughs> I just love the idea of a villain or a robber. It's like, he's going around connecting to Roombas. Like, that's like, that's his he's thing. He's got his phone. He goes around. And he's, like, he's available to everyone. He just starts everyone's Roombas. <laughs> he's like, sits by the window. Got him. Got him. He just run, runs, runs away. Off, goes to the next house. He's like, he's like the Bluetooth Roomba right. or whatever. Uh, that's his name. Yeah. That's his robber name is the, the Roomba. Roomba Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's me. What's funny? What's funny about it is like the only thing he's doing is getting your house cleaned. <laughs> it's like one of those. It's inconvenient, inconvenient yeah. because it wakes you up, but it actually is cleaning your house it's too. It's funny you say that because uh, one of our petty beefs this week actually has to do with uh, with something kind Ooh, of in that okay. vein. Can't an wait to unknown, dive into that. An unknown segue. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Silence in the court. You are now entering the petty beef courtroom, where all sides of some bullshit will be heard and evaluated. The people are real. The cases are real. The rulings are final-ish. This is Petty Beef. All right, you ready to get in the first case? Yep. Logan, we love you, by the way. Yeah, we love you, Logan. We but miss your voice. We miss your voice, but here we go. Go All ahead. Right, get your briefcase out. <laughs> snap, snap. Because Julia is sick of her partner not holding up his in when it comes to planning a trip or event. Mm. He forgets even the most basic of details and wonders why it bothers her so much when things don't go as planned. <laughs> Let's talk about it. This is such 
such a dude thing. And it's, I do it. I, I know. I, I was reading. I was like, I do this. <laughs> right. Like, this is me. This is me. Uh, okay. What, what, what did I, what did Julia, what's her OG message? Okay. Say? So kid Julia says, my partner never thinks he has to hold up his end of the trip or uh, event planning. Okay. This has now ended up with us losing our opportunity to go away for our anniversary weekend because Ooh. he never checked. Wait, yeah. he never checked that his dog's rabies certificates were up to date. Mm-hmm. Even though I had talked to him about needing a copy, my dog certificate to take <laughs> with us over the border. I love that. Dude. His, my. my. Yeah. He never thought to check, and now the night before we were meant to leave, I learned that we can't go unless we have the dogs behind. Leave the dogs behind, and neither of us really wants to do that. Oh man, <laughs> Dude, that is so fucked. It's so perfect. This is such a husband thing. I don't know why. I'm, I don't think it's uh, Julie. I'm sorry. That sucks. Uh, that the anniversary weekend got got butched. But uh, my God, I could see the. I could see me doing this. Yeah. Like anyway, um, I'm gonna make sure 100 percent that my dog's certificates are all taken care of before we go on our sweet romantic anniversary trip. All right, babe. See you when you get back. Yeah. And just fuck it and just totally forget the to do it. The night before. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst part too because there's nothing you can do the night before. No. You're fucked. And yeah. then she's just, now she's pissed. Yeah. And you, it's your fault. Now here I will say, and I might get some hate for this and this, it's fine. I love animals. I love my dogs. Oh, where is this going? Kill them. No, oh. I leave the dogs behind. Go on your anniversary trip. The dogs are going to love you just as much when you get back. Maybe you're one of those people that just like, that you think of them as your kids and you like them to be wherever you're at. Leave the kids behind too. Everybody's, yeah, true. everybody's stay anniversary. at home. Yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, but they're not, I don't care if you think about them as kids. They're not kids. I think so the leave point here though, <laughs> is that he probably does this sort of thing all the time. All the time. This is right. just one example mm-hmm. of when he really fucked up. Okay, honey, we're leaving the house. I'm going to put my pants on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. You got yeah. it. And he walks out. Oh. Your pants are still hanging on the thing. <laughs> you got it, babe. Yeah. And, oh, damn it. He always walks out without his pants on. <laughs> okay. I'm going to renew my driver's license. Yours needs to be reviewed as well. Okay, babe, soon you get back. <laughs> Just totally fuck it. You have to go uh, to the border. Or yeah. I'm, I'm renewing my passport. Oh. Yours is coming up too. I've done something like that. But my wife takes care of everything. It's, yeah. it's weird. It's kind of one of those things like how... It's like... How are you alive? Yes. But it's like, I didn't know how my, mag- my clothes magically just get cleaned. I don't <laughs> even know... Whoa, what the coffee happens? Ta- Where, how's it have nothing on the coffee table yeah, again? Exactly. That's They're crazy. just mysteriously gone. And that's, I think that's how a lot of husbands are. Amber, whenever we go on a trip, Amber's got everything pa- she packs for two weeks mm-hmm. to make sure when we get to where we're going, we have everything we need. And then when I get there, I'm like, where's the blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's in the, P3. this tote. Yeah. It's tote three <laughs> on the left side. She has them like organized in a grid. Yeah. A five. But then when I, when, if I do need something and then it's kind of like, I'm like, well, I don't know where you put it. Cause you packed, you, <laughs> you know, did it. so you're the one that ruined this. You did this to you me. You did this to everybody. Yeah. You ruined our whole trip. This is what you get for being so prepared. <laughs> this is what you get for trying so it's hard. It's like you, you, you did this and, but now you, now everyone needs you <laughs> to when, move on. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, this does remind me a little bit of the differences between men and women packing like for vacation. Sure. It is so comical. It always will be. I know this isn't a, a new thing, but it does remind me of that where like I'll be packing and, uh, you know, Aaron would be like, uh, just wearing one, like just one pair of shoes. I'm like, yeah, well, just like, yeah, the ones I'm wearing. Like the, that's it. What about yeah? I go out for a fancy dinner. I'm like, well, I'm on vacation. And these are the only shoes I got, mm-hmm. so these are not my fancy shoes. Okay, you bring any button ups? Yeah, one. 
what if it doesn't match? You're like, uh, then fuck it doesn't match, <laughs> but I'm not, <laughs> that's all that's going in this, in the suitcase. I'm not doing this. Uh, I count. I, how, how long have we gone? Three days. Cool. Three shirts, three socks, three pairs of underwear. Uh, not three shoes, one pair of shoes, one pair of pants. That's fucking it. What yep. if something gets on your pants? I guess I'll have some dirty pants. Yeah. Then I have a stain <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> right. That's it. I'm not packing multiple things in case I drop a hamburger in my lap mm-hmm. that I haven't, I had, I haven't done that in like 30 years. So I'm probably not going to do it on vacation. I do it all the time. So I have, <laughs> I, when I go, I buy like a new pack. You know this. I just buy a pack of shirts, like a <laughs> yeah, pack yeah, of clean do. white shirts and I, I will spill on them immediately, but I have, you know, four or five other ones. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the, so that's what no I do. I just, I throw in like when we went camping, I had two pairs of shorts, mm-hmm. one for just wearing around one for swimming. Mm-hmm. And I had like oh, swim- four or five swimsuit too. I'll bring that white too. shirts. Yeah. And then that was it. And some flip-flops and a pair of shoes in case we walked right somewhere. Yeah. And then Amber's got, she packs for both boys herself and you and and all the food and everything. All I had to do was just get <laughs> some clothes for me in my bag. You had to wake up. Yeah, <laughs> you had to wake up and like drive on the family time. to the airport. <laughs> and it just, and honestly, it's just like my, she'll pack everything. All I have to do is like Tetris everything into the, the truck or the car. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be doing that and it won't fit right. So I'll start screaming and yelling and getting pissed off. And then she's like, oh, just let me do it. And then she does it. And then all I did that day was bitch and moan that I couldn't pack it in and she got it packed in. So I really did nothing for the entire trip. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, I think that is going to play true for a lot of marriages and relationships. And I don't, I don't know exactly why that goes out that way. But because men and women don't belong together, <laughs> I know, we've covered that. <laughs> Jesus. So, but Julia, I'm going. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I just don't think it's going to change. So no, you know who you married, I, right? Well, <laughs> that can change too. Yeah. Like maybe he used to help. Maybe he used to cook, and now he doesn't do shit. And you wish you were never in this terrible place. Well, maybe she just started doing all of that and she liked doing it. So he was like, all right, you can cool. do it. You like doing it. Yeah. She's like, no, I just do it. And so, oh, sorry. I misread the. I love it. It's like, well, you just love doing the dishes so much. <laughs> I didn't want what? I didn't want to step in and take that away from you. <laughs> what? Hey, I'm doing this because you won't do them, you ass. I thought that was your favorite hobby. <laughs> what? Loading the dishwasher is not my yeah. hobby. It's like, I like whittling. You like doing the dishes. <laughs> right. I thought we had it figured out. Whittling? Something. I don't know. Like <laughs> the he goes the out, old common back, back story of Big Whittler. Yeah, he big goes out on the porch and just whittles while she's doing the... After dinner, <laughs> he whittles himself a toothpick after dinner <laughs> on the porch and she's in there doing all the dishes. Whittle a toothpick? Yeah. I love the idea of starting with a big ass stick. and then Giant down to, stick. Instead whittles. of just taking one piece off and yeah. making a toothpick... All the way down to find one two. He has like a giant log and just <laughs> he takes it on a lathe, lays a it sec, all the babe. way down, and then whittles it down into a sharp toothpick. Can you help me with the with the the housework? Yeah, one second. I'll get get everyone done whittling. He's got his lathe going. He's just. <laughs> I didn't know you're a whittling enthusiast. I like you. I like I like to. I want to learn more about this. Uh, okay, whittle me this. <laughs> whittle me this. Whittle me this, Brian. Whittle me, Brian. All right. Okay, here's the second case. Ready? Yep. Parker's girlfriend will often stop doing chores or, or, yeah, will often start doing chores or blasting the TV first thing in the morning. He appreciates her helping around the house, but doesn't think it needs to be done at the ass crack of dawn. What do you guys think? Let's see. This is the men and women thing. I know. It really is. I'm keeping the theme going. So here was the original story. It says, hey guys, while I do appreciate my girlfriend vacuuming our house regularly, 
I wish that she did not vacuum at 6.30 a.m. when I am tired and especially irritated by loud noises. Is it unreasonable for me to think that vacuuming could happen later in the day when I am not half asleep? Additionally, it is not vacuuming. It is not just vacuuming that early. It is the real housewives yelling at each other first mm-hmm. thing in the morning because for some reason she watches that instead of the morning news. Okay. So we got here. Here we, and th- this reminds me of when like your kids want to help with something. Mm-hmm. Like you, you do, you appreciate it. It's cute and they are trying to help out, but you also know they're going to absolutely fucking butcher it. Yep. Like they're going to do a job that you're like, that's great. All right, now go play. And then you just fix the stupid yep. shit that they just did. But you want them to help How out. How do you tell them no when they want to help and want be to, with you? Yeah. Right. So in this case, you could fucking vacuum then, sir. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I think that's that would be the trade-off that I would, uh, or that would be how I would approach this argument. If she's going to vacuum at 630 in the morning, which I get it's annoying. But if you don't want her to do that, when you wake up, you better fucking vacuum then later in the day. Because she's wanting to do it at a particular time. Um, and I, But the 6.30 in the morning thing is a little steep. I don't know if he's exaggerating. Um, if you live in an apartment complex, I would burn down your unit if I was next to you and you started vacuuming at 6.30 in the fucking morning. But like, so, sorry. It's like, nope, you cannot. You can't do that. So I get why he's mad. Uh, if it is truly 6.30, that's way too early. But if it's like, I mean, 8, I think that's, I think that's okay. There's know, a lot it, to unpack here, man. I know. Because it's, it's lifestyle. It's a lot to suck up. <laughs> lifestyle, work schedule, laziness versus um, what's the opposite of lazy? Helpful? Uh, useful? Uh, no. Motivated? Motivated. Energetic. Okay. So, okay. So, let, let's play out a couple scenarios here. Maybe he, maybe she works odd hours and she likes to wake up, or maybe she's a person that likes to wake up early in the morning and he likes to sleep in or whatever. So, it sounds like it. So... She just gets bored and wants to clean. Um, There's but, other things to clean. I get that, but he. I mean, but but again, he's not saying it's just the vacuuming. It's also blasting Real Housewives instead of watching the news. Maybe, but maybe there's a deeper thing. Like she wishes he was up earlier with her. Yeah, to have the coffee or do whatever thing. Yeah. He like maybe she's resentful because he likes to sleep in. Could be. But if he, but if he's working hard and he's trying to sleep and and stay rested. See, I, I feel like that's a conversation you should be able to have and like, I, let's drop it back an hour and a half. I feel like there's maybe some more details that were needed for this message. Yeah. Uh, because if he's working his ass off, like, does he work late nights and he has to, like, he doesn't get home or go to bed until like 10 o'clock at night. And so he's up until two o'clock, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so, so then fuck you for vacuuming at 630. But we don't know the ins and outs of this thing. Just based off the details here though. Um, and, and I do find it funny that he is implying that she blasts the Real Housewives show. I'm not sure what city uh, she watches, which is the Real Housewives of what? Atlanta, instead, probably. Instead of the morning news. Like, if the morning news on full volume was any better than Real Housewives. <laughs> like, I think he's just... Got, he's he obviously from the White House! <laughs> Joe Biden falls asleep on the stairs! Everyone's yelling. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know what to think about that! Well, I'll tell you what to think! <laughs> It's super loud. It's like, ah, music to my ears. Some of those things can be when they get in a a feud. I'll tell you, Jerry. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's there's some deeper stuff going on here, maybe. He probably just cannot stand that she watches Real Housewives. So he he hates that show anyway. He's like, why would my girlfriend 
What's wrong with her? Why does she watch that show? I like to be informed with real stuff. <laughs> she watches that. Fantasyland. To me, that feels like there's something going on there because blasting that real, like calling out <laughs> that show. He must hate that shit. I feel like, so that, there's something there. There's something more. Yeah. yeah. The vacuum at 630, I feel like that's, yeah. He, that, he has to be exaggerating. I've never lived with somebody or met somebody Who's vacuuming at six thirty in the morning? And do you, is she Ever. vacuuming while she's watching? So, d- hello. Oh, Ezra, what's up? That's okay. We don't need camera six. I'm, you guys can't hear it right now. Ezra is out there monitoring the cameras right now. Thank you, buddy. That's just Brian's computer, and we're not showing it, so it's okay. Okay, I love you. Thanks, Ez. Thank you, Ezra. Yeah, so he popped down here. I told him to come and check on the on the screen out there to make sure there's no errors. You're like, in seven minutes, he counted. He had his timer probably <laughs> right, upstairs. Right. Seven minutes going down. So one of the, yeah, one of the cameras was flickering. He wanted to make, because I, people were saying, I was yelling about the dogs barking and they couldn't even hear it because of the software mm. that cuts everything out. So they probably maybe couldn't even hear those knocks. So I want to make sure they know why we just had that pause. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Uh, uh, what? Uh, what? what was so he, Housewives. He must hate that show. Yeah. That's he, pretty much, there's something else oh, there. Oh, yeah. what I was saying was is, is she vacuuming and watching that show? Because if she's vacuuming, <laughs> then both? has to turn it up louder to hear it over the vacuum. Just so loud. Dude, imagine how loud that would be. Those women <laughs> screaming at each other over the top of a vacuum. <laughs> if that's the case. You got to move. I think he's got, you got, he's more, got something serious going problem. There. Yeah, serious problem on your hands. Um, <sighs> okay, well, I mean, I'm going to have to... Is, if it's not vacuuming, I mean, if she's up before you, she gets to watch the show. I mean, I in uh, in this house here, the main TV was on the uh, the opposite wall of the bedroom, and when Ezra's watching a show out there, the bass does carry in there, but I just turn up the fan louder in the bedroom to the, stop that well, from carrying through. Well, with that through. show, the treble is what I'd be worried about. No, oh, I know. I'm high just, pitch. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm know. not going to go out there like and scream at it, unless it's obnoxiously loud. Um, but I'm, if she's cleaning, as long as she's not vacuuming, yeah. and she wants to watch a show while she's cleaning, I think you got you have to figure out a way to drown out the sound yourself. She is helping. She's awake. She gets to have a life. She's not the creep around when you're just because you're sleeping and she's in the other part of the house. I still think there's something more to this, man. I think like... She's holding the vacuum above him. I like think, she's vacuuming the comforter. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like she wishes that he wasn't sleeping in because like I know some you're saying women... This, this thing's on the rocks. I'm saying there's something going on okay. because I know like when there's times when like if Amber and I have been in an argument or something when she's, she does the dishes a little bit extra louder. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Clank. Clank. Like, you hear it? I'm like, I want, I'm so tired I want to sleep in but she had to get up with the kids or whatever oh yeah like you're gonna hear those dishes ramming into the thing the cupboards that don't normally make noise yeah are making a little noise exactly yeah. so okay yeah i feel like there's i feel like if i'm wrong let me know yeah uh, you can but, yes, send it in we're, but i whew, we're missing some details i hope you guys are doing great parker i hope you and your girlfriend are uh it's fucking a wonderful relationship <laughs> and it's not and it's exactly what it is right here and there's no other details going on yeah. but please write in and give us some more so we can make an official ruling because I don't think we can do something with this and I want to hear I want to hear you from the girlfriend tell, too yeah if she, we yeah. can't hear her over the vacuuming right so that's going to be a she's going to be screaming into something <laughs> it's all caps it's going to be caps yeah <laughs> uh, and then I have one quick story before we move on to uh, the good news for this week and this just is jumping back to uh, having kids help you do stuff. This happened to my friend who has a, has a kid. And kids are dumb. We all know that. Mm-hmm. So he has a pretty big lawn. I'm not sure how big, but he lives kind of, he lives out of town. So it's probably a couple, an acre, maybe a couple acres. Um, and he paid his son 
to mow the entire thing, right? So, or not, he, he had to mow like the front part because then, because you, with all the trees and stuff, you can't, it's not easy for the riding lawnmower, that kind of thing. So his son decides to help out and mow the lawn. Um, he didn't, he just watched him get it started and he was old enough to do it. So he let him go. And then when he's all done, he comes in, he goes, look dad, I did it. And he looks out there and like everything, everything slanted. And he goes out there and looks at it. And his son had the wheels set to different heights. Uh, so it, it cut all the grass at an angle. That's funny. <laughs> it had like little racing stripes <laughs> where one part was like half an inch. Yep. And then the other part was an inch and a half. And it was just like the kid never noticed what was happening and just cut angle slices. In that's funny because I've done the front and the back thing before, yeah. but never the sides. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I must, I'm guessing it must have been an older lawnmower. Cause like the front moves and I've seen those. I think I, I, I just got rid of that where they don't adjust at the same time. Like now it goes right. up and down, but these ones, it was like left and right, oh, left yeah. and right. You had to move All each four, one. You have to, yeah. and then yeah. it was a pain in the ass. Sometimes you catch your finger. Oh, putting it in there. Why is it so hard to push? Am I a big baby? My mom, I just went, I mowed her lawn when I was home back. She has this, it's like, you know, I had cruise control, like, but it was sweet cruise control mm. and I had a mulch and, um, bag option it was yeah. like a freaking escalade <laughs> it was nice she got it when she bought her car they got her for free honda what i never okay i never even thought about buying a car and having them toss on a lawnmower yeah that's what they did <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't like a piece of shit lawnmower it was like yeah a sounds, doozy of a lawnmower it sounds best like lawnmower it. i think i've ever ever touched yeah laid, laid hands on yeah uh, i almost wanted a crv yeah. just be, just to get the lawnmower mm, I, i'm not i mean we don't have time to go into this but now i'm just thinking about weird shit you can wrangle into a car sale <laughs> Like I, Microwave. <laughs> like I don't know pretty good deal but i could use a smoker mm-hmm. <laughs> what air fryer i need a patio chair <laughs> what just one chair right oh well i mean yeah hell of a deal on this minivan <sighs> i could use a ceiling fan though <laughs> <laughs> yeah no problem you got it three speed yeah one that goes real quick um, you have to pay to get it installed. <laughs> no, 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 fucking no, no, fucking no, you don't. Oh, it's dealership like, is putting, installation, <laughs> installation, <laughs> and installation better be covered. You got it, man. Right. Jesus Christ! You toss in installation, you got yourself a deal. deal. All right, enjoy your new Tesla. Sign the paper. <laughs> like you're, like, okay, enjoy your Lamborghini. Like you're just <laughs> you're buying a hundred thousand dollar top ceiling fan. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> you won't buy it unless they pitch in with a fucking toss in a ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because it's like a CRV is kind of one of those things like <laughs> is it a CRV or one of these things like it's like a middle class kind of <laughs> car like maybe a lawnmower could swage you but if you're going <laughs> sure. to buy a Lamborghini for a Bugatti but, yeah but you're like oh, you throwing that ceiling fan <laughs> you got yourself a deal could use an air fryer <laughs> they're like what fuck fine it's like $300,000 on a car and a $60 air fryer is but, just... but you know what would look really good in this car what new pair of shades <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, one of those window shades it's like American flag and an eagle one that looks like Lightning McQueen yeah you're like alright fucking you got it buddy uh, ka-chow okay. ka-chow alright let's look at some some good news you ready alright okay so you're telling me there's a chance hooray we aren't doomed all right, so this was a story I came across and uh, had to put it on the show because it is it is so nice. And it just reminds me that everybody's terrible. And it's out of Florida. 
So sometimes a good thing happens in Florida. Man gave away $13,000 to strangers to spread mom's message. Mm. In a world full of cynicism and negativity, some small but persistent acts of kindness by people can offer hope. A Twitter thread, which is now growing viral or going viral, has shared one such story of a man who gives money to strangers in a hope of spreading the message of universal love. On Sunday, Kevin Kate, an ad maker, tweeted a photo of an old man sitting in a restaurant, sitting at a restaurant table with a bunch of loose cash and small pieces of paper that had "Love Everybody" written on them. So what he would do is he would sit in this same Waffle House in Midway, Florida, and then he would write these notes on either one dollar or five dollar note, and then he would give it to him, and he just says "Love Everybody," and he just walks around and hands them out. And to date, yeah, he's handed out thirteen thousand uh, dollars, all in the name of his mom, who he, you know, obviously admired. Her passion and in her care for fellow man, but how cool is that? That's pretty sweet. I and it, it's sad in a way that it, me maybe other people that would happen, and you probably how many people went no thanks just like in a weird scared thing like is this guy a weirdo yeah or if he's gonna give me money and he's gonna expect something from me like no I don't want your dollar it's mm-hmm. a little, pff, peasant like just weird shit whatever the reason is I wonder how many people were like no thanks you, you can keep it um well would kind of suck is if you see him like say he had a 20 <laughs> I, I pull up on a Lamborghini and he's like he love everybody fucking slap the five dollars out of his hand Get the fuck out of here Mr. Kate <laughs> put your shades on and <laughs> walk put <your> shades <laughs> on and walk into the Waffle House with my new microwave <laughs> hey where can I plug this bitch in <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of my way! <laughs> Shove is your head like just carrying in a fucking air, air fryer <laughs> under your arm. Under your arm, fuck you! <laughs> Do I look like I need your dollar? <laughs> Piss off, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Waste my fucking time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, that would be more of a Florida story. Yeah, that'd yeah. be more Florida than than this nice guy doing nice stuff. But <laughs> I, oh, I think it'd be kind of funny. Like this guy, if you're sitting in that Waffle House. House, and you see someone walking by and he like hands the guy a 20 says love everybody and the person's like oh wow thank you mm-hmm. and you're like oh I gotta get in on that some mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. you walk over there and he like hands you a one <laughs> love everybody well not really huh yeah, Kevin yeah, well the other guy got 20 <laughs> I guess love him a little more though yeah. am I right I'm just fucking with you yeah fucking slap him <laughs> hey thanks for nothing buddy wait, um, wait around for him to give you more <laughs> just do the little mm-hmm. the home keep alone the, yeah, keep the gum going. thing yeah, <laughs> plenty more where that came from. <laughs> no, um, all set, sir. Okay, remember that. Okay, you remember that scene. Okay, so last episode, which was uh, six months ago, I skipped this because I wanted to make sure that we had time to do it, uh, time to give it its proper, its proper air to breathe. So we're gonna move on and uh, look. Move the, some, you know, no. oh, my underwear is so itchy. All right, cool. <laughs> the internet is pretty wild. Depending on your browsing habits. You can either experience something super cool, or go to prison. Crazy, right? Let's check it out, together, as a couple. Hey, look what I found. Yes! That's awesome! Alright, Brian! This is... I have been so excited to show this, not to you, but also the, the rest of our kids. Because I don't know why I find this. This is a... Exactly. When I go on to the World Wide Web, www. The World Wide Web. WorldWideWeb.www. <laughs> this is exactly the shit that I want to find. Okay? Okay. This is a website that's called Outhorse. Okay? So what they have done 
You, you click on the link because I can't show you my I'm computer. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. So this is in Iceland. Okay. And I don't know how this idea came to be. What? So they have horses that will type your away emails when you're on vacation. What in the world? It's a giant keyboard <laughs> and there's horses walking on the keyboard. <laughs> and they train the horses to walk around on the keyboard. And you pick a and horse? And you pick which horse you, you want. You pick the horse you want. You, you pick the horse you want. They have names that you're never going to be able to... Uh, Pronounce, but they Lita do have. But but Litla, he types fast, but might take a nap. And then Hrimmeiner, assertive, efficient, shiny hair. Hekla, friendly, trained in corporate buzzwords. Oh my god! God, this is so funny. So yeah, they just show these horses how to walk on keyboards. And what you do is you pick a horse, and then you enter your name when you're going on vacation. Then you enter your email. And then they'll set up your away message. So when people write you, they just get back like L-L-L-J-J-J-W-W-X-R-R-R-T. Because you can outhorse your email. Oh, my God. Oh, how high were they when they so came up with this? outsource, but outhorse. Outhorse. Got See? it. Now you're, you're putting it all together here. Um, but it's on visit I, uh, visiticeland.com and then slash outhorse dash your dash email. Um, He's really giving it to that keyboard with his blap, hooves. Blap, blap. Yeah, custom-built, gigantic keyboard. Uh, there's a full video that you can watch. We're not going to watch it right now. Uh, but please go and check this out. I don't know why this is so fucking funny to me. But he's just... They put, like... I don't know they put food or smellies, but yeah, they'll... Uh, they go on there and they'll type your type your uh, away messages. That's it. He's just wanna, flicking at it with his hoof. Just... <clears throat> very assertive. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, that was it. That's funny. Um, I guess... That, it that just is. says nay when it, when you someone emails you. Nay. Okay, moving on. We're going to hear from some of our kids right now. You ready? Yeah. All right. All right, let's hear what you guys think. Really? You want to talk to me? Wow, that's cool. All right, our first email is coming in from our popcorn loving child, Butters, <laughs> who writes, I don't know whose name's, I'm just. Hey guys, long time listener. I've been with you guys since the beginning. <laughs> we get it. First time emailer? Yeah, it must be. On your recent episode, you guys discussed a prisoner choosing how he wanted to die, and it was very close to a real thing that has happened. My cousin lived a crazy life from hitting a $10,000 half-court shot wearing cowboy boots and jeans <laughs> to getting arrested in Canada for COVID violations and getting a nickname for it. Uh, you can Google Alaskan Romeo. <laughs> In February of 2021, he went missing. They found his Jeep parked at the Grand Canyon, but the motorcycle he was always hauling around was gone. You guessed it. Wow. He fell and louised himself off a cliff into the canyon. The why came later when he's about to get popped for defrauding the government by making up 75 employees to get $1.25 million in that PPP loan. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. I have a sense of humor about it because it's so out of left field. Kind of a downer story, but if you want to use it, uh, you can leave my real name out. You can just call me Butters. Thanks, idiots. Someone did it. Did it. He wasn't on fire and it wasn't an RV. Yeah. But Still pretty damn cool, though. I know, but what a, what a crazy life. I love the I love that, like, the he said, pretty crazy life, and the two examples, yeah. the, the highlight yeah. was winning $10,000, hitting a half-court shot wearing cowboy boots and jeans. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the the apex yeah. of this dude's well, life. Well, I mean, how many people get to do that and get the nickname Alaskan Roman? How many people get to take even attempt the shot and then 
Did he, did he make it or just attempt it? He must have made it, dude. Life from hitting it. Okay, he did hit it. <laughs> you win, you win $10,000 for missing a half-court shot? No, I was thinking like, sick he just, fucking contest. He just got to attempt the, like oh. that was his claim to fame, was just getting attempt to attempt it. it. No, he won ten grand. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Uh, and it was something good that happened in Cowboy Probably boots. what he bought his motorcycle with. <laughs> okay, maybe. Or like that he he started like, he, he hired one employee and he's like, this is working out pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to fake hire 74 more. 1.25 million. How do you think you're going to get away with that? I don't know, but uh, I, fuck, if he did, that'd been cool. What would it be like? How did you know you were in too deep when you're like, oh shit, like when it actually worked and you, 1.25 million? Did you do anything cool with that money before you yeeted yourself into the Grand Canyon? So many questions. You know butters what, might have answers. What it would have been cool is if he had it like in a backpack and he's just ripping Opened it up. Yeah, it opens it up. He's just going out the back. As he goes off the jump, there's just a trail of cash. Smoking a cigar. Yeah. Just slow-mo GoPro mounted. You know what would be kind of cool? What? It's to just do, like, like, let's say you don't want to hit the, well, <laughs> I would just say, like, you do that, so you get the rush of falling, but then you pop yourself. <laughs> what? You know, like, so you don't actually <laughs> hit the ground. I, I think it's uh, half a dicks in one hand, two in the other, however the saying goes. Because <laughs> what if you did live? I You're mean, not living. You never know. <laughs> what? Things what could are you happen. talking about? You, you land not, not so bad? Give me a hundred dudes on motorcycles, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and jumping into the Grand Canyon. A hundred and one of them are dying. <laughs> <laughs> no one's coming out being like, ow. <laughs> like, oh man, I well, broke there's everything. Always, but there's always one exception there's no all way the time. not into the Grand Canyon on a motorcycle. What You're if you land in like a tree and you just <laughs> you don't fall so hard? <laughs> and you just break everything. You're going to hit maximum velocity into a tree branch. You're not... No one's coming out. You never know. Okay. Weirder things have happened. <laughs> have they? <laughs> have they? I don't know. Uh, okay, you read our, our second story. Okay. Our second email is from our son, Cody. Uh, wait, our, I can't oh, read. God damn it. <laughs> our second email from our son, Cody, was found folded into a paper airplane <laughs> and stuck in a plant. Good one. You're so funny. Thank Joe. you. I'm so funny. So clever. I wrote that one. Yeah. Someone hire me. Yeah. I don't have a well, job. I, I read it like I didn't re- write it. So <laughs> read yeah. it. I read it like I, I didn't couldn't read even it. read it at all. Okay, what do you say? Uh, okay, fellas, I'm 46, and I don't really care if I'm hanging dong in the <laughs> locker room. Okay, so he starts early. Sure. But if I don't just dilly dally and air dry my wait, but, but I, I don't. don't just dilly dally. I was I heard dilly bar, <laughs> and I started thinking of Dairy Queen. Okay. But I don't just dilly-dally and air-dry my shit. I was in the Army for 22 years, and we didn't have separate shower stalls. Hell, in some places, we didn't even have stalls in the sitter. I'm guessing shitter, shitter, probably. Mm -hmm. Just a row of toilets. I suppose it's all about your experience with the dick. Mm. Watching people pee in a cup. Yep, I've done that. Setting up a concertina Mm -hmm. wire and uh, tearing the shit out of your pants while going commando. Yep, been there, too. I'm I'm at the who gives a shit what anyone thinks point. Get naked, get showered, get dry, and don't fuck around talking ball games. Stats, ball. <laughs> that, that'll just get weird. Love the show, guys. Solid three, five, three out of five stars, and sorry for the long email. That wasn't that long. No. Long as his long as his balls, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. P.S. Uh, that's from Cody. P.S. Go fuck your ketchup bullshism. That is all. Good Fine. day. All right. Okay. So he's going dick out. And I think he answered the question. I was wondering, when will I stop give, giving a shit about my dick being out in the locker room? Cody says it's 46. 46 years old. 
Maybe he's been doing this for a long well, time. I mean, army for 22 years. Maybe he's just been, he's been dicks out since the army. That's what I was going to say. But yeah. you can't, yeah. here's the thing, Cody. Thank you for your service. But, <laughs> but anyway, the, you, because you are comfortable with the dick out in the locker room. Does that mean everyone else wants your dick out in yeah. the locker room? Those guys, those around? old fucking guys are they comfortable with their dicks too. That's not what we're talking about. No, it's just, I, wh- where, where do we go? Where's the line? And I guess he's saying, just get your, get your dick out and fucking dry off and get your pants on. So don't stand there, hands on the hips, being like, how about the difference. last night? That's the difference. Lost if, another one. If you're taking a shower, you get over there, and you're standing there naked with your towel, and you're kind of like, even if you're drying your hair, you're drying your legs, and you're standing there naked, mm-hmm. fine. But it's just the... It's the casual, okay, I'm not even drying off anymore. I'm just standing here having a casual conversation. Yeah. That's the weird That's part. That's the part, okay. Yeah, if you're just standing there and you're actually... In motion, Towel. doing something <laughs> like cartwheels, getting dread. If you're, yeah, if you're making jumping some jacks. attempts to do something, <laughs> it's not weird. Just doing jumping helicopter, <laughs> helicopter. Yeah, I never heard it. I guess helicopter. Yeah, I call but it. Cocker. I have a song called Helicopter. That's it's, it's funnier and better. Yeah, see, you're funny too. And that's cool. Yeah, that was way better than your line. I know that. I'm f- fuck. It's so hot in here. You ready to get yeah, out of here? I'm sweating. Okay. My ass itches. Well, <laughs> feels good to be back in the uh, the figurative saddle with you, yeah, Mr. Brian. Yeah, I'm glad we got one, got through one, just to kind of mm. get it out of the way and get yeah. back into it a little yeah. bit. Yep. And uh, again, you can support us on Patreon. Everybody, all the silly geese that are on there right now, thank you so much for your support. That is going to be the main way for a very long time that this show even gets to keep going. Uh, and again, <laughs> we are, we will be looking to hire a producer down the line. We'll figure out what that goal looks like. Head over to Patreon. We'll have a link in the episode description if you want to support us on there. And we'll get some stuff in there soon. Yeah, We've been we, slacking because there's, there's all a couple shit, things have been going on. Our first month on Patreon was a real fucking bad time. Yeah. Uh, we did very little bonus content. That's not the way it's going to be. It's going to be a lot of fun there, so uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. Something you want to see on the show, email that to heyguys at canyoudon'tpodcast.com. Rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and that's and that's pretty much it. Are you ready to wrap this shit up? Let's wrap her up like a... A what? A wiener going in. A wiener in. in a locker room. Yeah. That's right. There you go. Okay. Good God. Wrap it up already, huh? Okay, sent our way by comedy school dropout son, Randall. Mm-hmm. I got one for you. Ready? Yep. What did the socks say to the pants? I don't know. Sup, britches? Because oh. <laughs> britches are pants. And bitches have pants. And bitches. Have pants, too. And it's almost bitches. There's just an R in there. Mm-hmm. You're getting it. Yeah. It's all coming together. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Good to be back. Yes. I'll see you next week. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. And we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye! Uh, uh, uh.